What's up, Fair and Bros? It's your boy DJ Ben Amin, and on this episode of Fair and Bros Show, we have a discussion about spoiler alerts. Should trailers be considered spoilers? Also, we talk about is Iceman gay or not? Nah? Should chimpanzees have human rights? Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Benjamin, a.k.a. Wakanda's favorite DJ, also known as Babyface Khrushchev and the ageless one himself. <laughs> On Fan Bros Show, the spaceship where we are, the voice of the urban geek, and as always, I am joined by... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, this week known as the Black Russian for here and forever. Nice. That's nice. Very nice. All right. All right. And sitting in the third seat is Chico Leo, son of Chewbacca. Nice. Uncle of Chewbacca. Son and uncle. Cousin of Chewbacca. And cousin. It's an inbred family over there with a- those rookies. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Mm, disturbing news there from the Star Wars front. Is that a spoiler right there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to find out something in The Force Awakens that we weren't expecting? Right. Well, I, are, are we talking about that now, or we should, should we will wait? We'll, we'll wait. get, to we'll get, okay. we'll get okay. into that right, right now. Right now, we're on Farnbro's show, as I said before, the voice of the urban geek. How's everybody doing out there in the internets? Hope everybody's had a good week. We definitely have. Because we were representing Tatiana and yes. Chico Leo were live in the place to be. Tell them about it. We were last Friday. We're at St. Francis College in downtown Brooklyn. We were there with Stacey Strobel and Nikki Phillips, um, authors of the book. Um, what is it? Oh, Comic before, Book Justice. Comic Book Justice. Yeah. So we were there to actually on a panel about um, how Comic Book Justice um, has similarities and differences um, with real life justice. And the title of our panel is actually from Gotham to Ferguson. So we had a, a full house there. We had pizza. It was dope. If you weren't there, you missed it. A full house? Full house. It was a full house, yeah. Crazy. Full house. People And more people coming as time went on. But nice. we, we had a fantastic time. We had a fantastic panel talking about, again, crime and comic books, talking about the law enforcement, the... Um, how it affects people, how it affects characters, all that stuff. And we're actually going to also have this on video. Whoa. So the video will be out soon. You'll hear more about it on fanbros.com and on fanbros Twitter. Just keep in touch, keep tuning in, and you'll find out soon enough. Nicely done. Also on fanbros.com, we have to let them know that the shop is popping. Yes, yes. And for those who claim they can't see where the shop is or have no idea... Your neighborhood um, tech person, me, put up a shop link smack dab in the middle of the front page. Every time you go to fanbros.com, it's one of the first links you'll see right on the top in the menu. Please go to this shop and hit us up. We got all the new designs. I really like the Daredevil one. Yeah, I really That's do too. Hot. Shout out to Ty the Robot yes. on that. Because the Daredevil design is crazy. The Daredevil design is very clever. The devil is in the details. Yes. We have that. We have the um, the T-shirt that I wore um, during the Mashable Which a was live a hot item. Yes. A very hot item. People are snatching it off the yes. shelves as we speak. So make sure you go get it. Um, again, the shop link is right there on fanbros.com. Please support us. We'll support you. Word up. 
Now, some big news coming out this week. Oh, man, I can't <laughs> believe I just said that. I really <laughs> did just say that. Yeah. Um, things are coming out of the closet this week, I guess. That was bad. <laughs> Terrible. You just outed Ben Grimm. (laughs) Things are coming out of the closet. Well played there, Chico. You got a really exasperated sigh out of Ty, and and that's kind of hard to do. Like he has a lot of I don't know. I feel like I get a exasperated sigh out of Ty a lot. Well, (laughs) hey, then maybe that's something wrong with you. Hi, guys. Ben didn't introduce me, but I'm Ty the Robot. Yes. I'm always right. That's my AKA today. I'm always right. But Ben, go on about Iceman and his new life. Yes, Iceman. Uh, in the new X-Men comic book dropping tomorrow, Wednesday, that's April 22nd? Yes. Yes, Iceman, the young Iceman. All right, real quick, for those who don't know, in X-Men right now, there's two versions of the X-Men. There's the young X-Men, which most of you know as X-Men First Class, right. like the young Cyclops, young Angel, Beast, Jean Grey, Iceman. And there's also the X-Men that we know from the other movies, Wolverine, etc. Everybody, also older versions of Cyclops, Angel, etc. Mm-hmm. The young Iceman, tomorrow in the new X-Men comic written by Brian Michael Bendis, will come out as gay. Actually, he won't come out. Jean Grey will go into his brain with her telepathy and find out that he's gay. And, yeah, yeah, so the, she just happened to hear his thoughts, or did she intrude? No, no, she goes all in because Jean Grey, just like Professor X, is an asshole. Actually, no, no. Uh oh, no. did Ty you always that's, right? That's actually a very important note. Did okay. she intrude, well, or did she no. overhear? Jean points out to Iceman because he makes a comment about um, there's uh, one of their teachers, Magic Ileana Rasputin, um, just something like, "Oh, she's sexy," something like that. And Gene points out to him and is like, <laughs> no, go on, go on. Gene looks at him like, mm, oh, why would you? What's the realty? Right. So, oh. so, so it was kind of so like Jean a shade. So Gene reads him kind of. <laughs> it's not that. It's not like that. But it's more like, oh boy, why are you doing this? I know you. Like, I why know are you truth. fronting when you know? Exactly. Wow. So did she say it out loud? Well, they have their own conversation, Iceman oh. and Gene, where he's like, oh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? She's like, dude, I can read your mind. I'm a See, that's what I mean, though. So she but did... she's not picking up on that. She's realizing this as a person, like, dude, what are you doing? Okay. I, I know you're gay. Everybody else probably knows you're gay. Okay. So, so she didn't stop even, fronting so, for so the, not for even for... going into his mind. Yeah, and she, but she says, like, I can read your mind, dude. I can hear you screaming it now, but I already knew. Okay. But also, um, in the issue, correct me if I'm wrong, she does say... Because he claims, well, maybe I'm bi because the older X-Man, I mean, the older Iceman, you know, has had numerous relationships with females. <laughs> this is funny. Though. The greatest line. <laughs> tell him what the line is, Ty. So Bobby's like. Brian Michael Bendis. So you Iceman wrote is, Ultron. Iceman is like, oh, well, maybe I'm bi. And Gene's like, no, sweetie. You're a full gay man. <laughs> <laughs> what if she had come with, like, you're Omega level gay, Iceman? <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> you're one of the 12. Like, that's obscure for people out there. But, yeah, I, um, eh. man. I mean, I'm not surprised by it. Like, I always, honestly, I always assumed he was gay. Regardless of what cover-ups he does, I always assumed he was, so. Yeah, Bobby Drake, to me, like, he's had his few relationships. But, like I was saying today on Twitter and Facebook, he all his relationships pretty much have been, like, side piece. Like, he dated Kitty Pride, who everyone knows that's Colossus. He dated Polaris, who everyone knows that's Havoc. And then he had uh, Opal, this random, you know, mm. shorty in the 90s who no one remembers. So it's nothing serious. He's never had, like, a real sustainable, no. serious. No. He's Bobby Drake. 
Yeah. I mean, like so I, said, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't recall any like real romance of his with anybody. I mean, and that's the whole thing. Like, basically, they've made, uh, they've said other characters are gay. I mean, the movie, but until I mean, like, there's no point unless they're gonna use, right. unless they're gonna show him in a relationship as part of his story or part of the right. story. Like, and, it's and just to say, I mean, he could be, you know, in the movies, like you know how he had a relationship with um, um, Rogue, wh- how. Is that just like done? Not, well, it's not. It was been done, I guess. But. That wasn't really going on in the comics. No, much. I know, it's, but yeah. nothing goes on the comics that always happens in the movies yeah. and vice versa. So yeah, well, uh, who knows? Like you know, yeah, that's pretty much done anyway. Because yeah. the movies are gonna flip up and do something completely different right. at this point. He I did, doubt we see Rogue again. He did share a bedroom with Peter Parker on Spider Man and his Amazing Friends. Wow. I th- no, he didn't live in that house. Yeah, they he they the two all of them lived there, didn't they? Uh, no, no, Angelica was, lived there too. No, and... no, Peter Parker used to flip the button that Tony Stark made him, and the house would flip over. Right, Aunt May used to live there. Absolutely, they but used they to come were flying in the windows. They didn't live there with I don't him. Think so. I think they lived there. That with would him. be really weird and very extra. It's funny that you bring that up that he came in through the window because Family Guy did a bit one time. Where it was Iceman and his wife, and he had um, one of those ice trails right to a gay club, and she's like, "Where you been going?" He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And the ice trail is going right to a gay club. Oh, see, yeah, Bobby Drake has long been hinted at, hinted at being gay. Uh, shout out to Illa Wasido, one of the fan bros out there. He has been arguing that his problem with this isn't that he's gay, more so that the storyline is terrible. But like I said, we haven't seen what he's going to do with it yet. Right. We don't know if they're just going to use him to be a gay character, you know, or have him actually, you know, be in a relationship or whatever. It To me, it just doesn't really matter. It's one of those things like race, you know, sexuality, gender, that unless it's inherently tied into the character, it just really doesn't, you know, make anything. You know, Wonder Woman suddenly becoming a man would be weird. Right. You know, but... Beyond that, it's not really that many characters like that. You know, there's certain, it's just people are too hung up on what they've seen before. So, whatever, you know. Shout out to Iceman. Handle that. Bobby's gay. Oh, well. Yeah, power through that, bro. Do it. <laughs> you go, <girl>. You know. <laughs> Don't let the haters get you down. All right. And also, before we, you know, move on, <laughs> feels like. It's time for that new segment of the week. This week in the N-Word. Produced this week by Chico Leo. Yes. So, well, this doesn't really have much. I mean, there's no N-Word, although there's a lot of Tom words and Uncle Tom's (laughs) and Plantation. Was anyone called a coon? No. no. Not in in the New Republic. So this weekend, um, Michael Eric Dyson uh, basically wrote a 10-page screed calling out his former mentor of 30 years, Cornell West. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, okay. so, I mean, that it, it's definitely worth reading. This is reading. like Daredevil versus Stick. It's def- <laughs> exa- that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's... Uh, really? <laughs> even if you, you know, I don't think anyone is going to read the article and either and be, you know, take one side over the other. I kind of feel like most of the criticism has basically been criticizing... Both, um, but he he. It's like a ten-page article in the New Republic where he's him? he's definitely calling Cornell West out. A lot of people have accused, um, saying Michael Eric Dyson is doing it so that he can get access to the Obama administration. And the main the main two gripes that Dyson has with uh, Cornell West. Now these guys are both. I think they're actually both doctors. Like in terms of, they have a lot more degrees than all of us put together in this room. But um, and 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 Cornell West definitely did mentor 
Dyson when he was younger. Mm-hmm. So his major beefs are that um, Cornell West was a huge force. I mean, it's essentially, yo, I liked your early work, but what have you done lately? <laughs> I like your old album. Right. He's so like, like, he's taught him, Jay-Z. I yeah. mean, he's basically, basically saying you wrote like three or four of the most important books, and then you just started recycling your own books. But the other thing is that um, Cornell West is really, really, really critical of anyone, of any of the black leaders who have stuck with Obama. And he refer, he's referred to multiple people as, like, the head Negro on Obama's plantation. <laughs> and, like, he, he referred to Jesse Jackson as the head Negro so on Bill Clinton's Dyson plantation. Dyson has a problem with this. And Dyson has a problem with this. And a lot of people, Ta-Nehisi yeah. Coates on Twitter had a problem well, with Cornel West. I can, see, West. That. I can West. see that. Right. So, on the other hand... Um, it seemed like there was some insider baseball that Cornell West didn't need to bring into the article. It would be as if I wrote an article about Fambros. You mean Fambros. that Dyson didn't need to bring Right, right. Sorry. Yeah, it would be if I wrote an article about Fambros and I, I might have had some legitimate, you know, gripes, but then I brought in stuff that I shouldn't be bringing in that's right. like, you know, you know I, what I mean? Little dirt. So, yeah, or just shade. stuff that, yeah, little shade, stuff that's this discussed, but it's definitely you are talking about two, you know, titans of of the community. There's probably a lot of truth in some some of the criticism from Dyson I'm, I'm on sure Cornell West, but, but and like, on on Eric Michael Dyson, Michael Eric Dyson Michael for Eric. the stuff that 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 uh, you know the criticism about him bringing some of this stuff that should have remained behind closed doors. I mean, that's always always a criticism. I found the article to be, I mean, it's, it's one of the interesting things that came out this weekend. Um, I mean, it works for me. Like I said, it's like stick versus daredevil. It is like, yeah. it, it, to a certain level, yeah. uh, it, it is. So anyway, you can definitely find the article. It definitely has been discussed ad, ad hoc or ad hominem or whatever. <laughs> What's the word? Like, like you know, it's been it's ad, ad nauseum. Thank you. Know, you. It's been discussed ad nauseum online, but... Uh, you know, just wanted to throw that out there in the news segment. Most definitely. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. All right, yo, peace, what up? This is Homeboy Salmon. When I'm not making my dish that I created myself, which is mashed up bananas with coconut oil with pecans that taste like dessert, and you could eat it for breakfast, I'm listening to Fan Bros. And welcome back, fan bros. Hope you've been enjoying this episode. It's your boy, DJ Benjamin, in the place to be. And, you know, we were about to talk about this in the intro, but we got to get into it because there was, if you haven't heard Special Delivery this week, me and Chico Leo discussed the Star Wars trailer, a few other trailers that dropped. And, you know, for me, the Star Wars trailer is just one of the greatest moments of the year so far. It, you know, it was just absolutely amazing. Everything about it was so well done. I've watched it, I can't tell you how many times now. Mm. And it gets better with every viewing. You know, I peep little things. You cried to it. I cried. You know, I laughed. Yeah, I wept. Yeah, I wept. You know, thug tears were shed there. (laughs) But on special delivery this week, I revealed to Chico Leo that one, which is pretty common knowledge, you know, for everyone out there that Han Solo has a daughter in this new film, and she's featured in the trailer. And Chico was mad. Chico didn't, was mad because he'd seen the trailer, but he didn't know who the woman in the trailer was, 
and I told him who the woman in the trailer was. So we we don't actually know that the woman in the trailer. This is, is true. So I didn't I didn't know that you know Han Solo. I, I mean I'm assuming Han Solo married Princess Leia I and they had, had kids. A, they yeah. had two kids. Right. Well, so that's in the so universe that's been erased. But right, right exactly. Yeah. So I. So th- there's 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 a lot a lot going on in terms in terms of the world the world of spoilers. For example, so right now there's been five episodes of Game of Thrones that have been leaked. Yep. There is Daredevil that has thirteen episodes that appe- premiered like almost two weeks ago. Yep. Right. So now to me those are two totally different things, right? If you wanted to watch Daredevil, you've now had thirteen days to watch Daredevil. Right, there are thirteen episodes. If you really are a fan, you could take an hour out of every day or fifty minutes and watch Daredevil. But I would argue it's not even about being a fan because there's lots of people, including people that I work with, that have said you know they have they know nothing about comic books or Daredevil specifically, but they watched it based on what they've heard of other people saying it's good, based on the fact that it was on Netflix, it's brand new, and. I kind of agree with you about that. You have plenty of time, but I kind of also disagree because this isn't one episode of a show. This isn't one trailer or one movie or whatever, or one two hour long movie. This is 13 episodes, a full season of, of, of a series. And that takes time. Like not everyone can sit around and, t- and take an hour or more out of their day to watch a show. Right. Yeah, well, I know several bloggers. I mean, a dude who runs a well-known website who is not, you know, a fan bro type website. Who has not watched Daredevil? Well, that that dude should quit his job. I mean, no, that, that no, dude no, should no. totally. It comes yeah, down to no. Time. Yes, it does watch. come. To, so I have I have ten vacation days and three personal days a year, but and that's I took right, and I took a personal day to watch Daredevil on the Friday when it you, came out, and you deemed it that important that you were going to take a day off. I'm not clowning because there's many many right. who did that. I'm just saying that's you. So that you can't really put that onus on other people. Say, well, you've had all this time. You should, for a TV show for a full-fledged series with with 13 or more episodes. Some people I might want to space it out. I think you should give people, like for me, it took me almost two weeks to watch the whole thing because I didn't, one, did not take a day off to go watch it. Two, I literally did not have the time to do it. Right. Well, so, but clearly there is a time. Like six months from now, are we allowed to, are well, yeah, we allowed? So, so, to so me, six to weeks me, from now, like I, what's the cutoff that's point? That's what I'm saying. I think we haven't agreed, and, and lots of other outlets have not really agreed on what should be the cutoff point. Maybe well for a full thirteen episode series, maybe a month, or is that too long? Uh, I mean, but it's thing thing is certain you know sites on Fairbros dot com. We have a spoiler free review of it. They were up, certain sites had you know spoiler filled oh. Easter egg everything reviews. But what does oh, that have we, to do I mean, with we did whether special, you want to watch it? Or we not? did a special delivery three days after it premiered where yep. we didn't yep. reveal any but, spoilers. But, but what are you gonna do? But, but that doesn't but matter. But we're talking about what, how, what about spoilers? What, and my thing is, first of all, if you seek, sometimes you get you get ambushed by spoilers. Yes. But lots of times, a lot of these sites, is, and, and ours as well, is typically good at either telling you there's going to be spoilers or telling you, okay, this has information that you're not going to want to read if yep. you haven't seen it yet. So it's not like stuff is just posted everywhere. Half the time, if you seek it out, of course, it's going to jump in your face. Right. All right. So I, my thing is, all right, you know, we do spoilers like we watch. Game of Thrones on Sunday yeah. night, and then an but hour later, we're, right? Exactly, it's one episode, and we, we you may we may talk about it on special delivery an hour later, but it comes out the right next the day. next day. But the and point people is, at their leisure, can listen to it. It's not like it's out on general radio, and you right. have no idea, but you have no choice but to listen to it. I mean, my my thing is so like I I work with someone who the other day was like, yeah, I'm not finished with the third season of House of Cards, and I don't want anyone talking about it around me, and I literally was then, like, well, fuck you. 
you. Like, go go stay in your house. Well, that's, like, you have no right to ask other people. With you, I agree. Like, it's like, well, with when you, was House of Cards? What was that? Four months ago? Three months ago? Like, with you, I agree. It was. Yeah. It was. It wasn't that long ago. It was. Oh no, it was February. It came out. Uh, so that's February. you know that's two and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's almost three months ago. So so there's a certain like clearly, you know. Um, so now now the Star Wars thing yes. is different. I've I'm watching. I watched the teaser nine or ten times. I've watched the trailer nine or ten times. I as I I said this on the special delivery. I think they're awesome. I, I I'm really hyped. But like I'm gonna see the movie and the trailer and the teaser are doing nothing but ruining the movie for me. No. And yes, I will. Yes, and yes, I will watch I the see, next I see one. His point. The, I want to go into the like. I don't want to know any of this. There's that, none of like. I don't care about the Age of Ultron as much. Like of course I think the trailers are cool and I'm gonna see it on opening night. A lot of trailers but, give too much away. Anyway, now yeah. I get it with. Diehard fans or people who are just really into films, you want to see the trailer, have at it. I don't think it's a problem, but I but I do get your point, Chico, because my husband himself said pretty much the same thing. He was like, why are you going to ruin the movie for yourself when you're going to see it to say soon? that it's going to ruin a movie for you is so crazy to me. And I'll no, give you, not, uh, let, not, let me finish. I'll, I'll, give a perfect, I'll give a perfect example of this. I um, Watching Daredevil, someone told me about a major character's death in the series. That I did not know was coming because it's not comic book related. So I had no clue. I had no expectations. Right. When I finally got to that scene, I it did not lessen the impact of it and for me because it, it was an amazing scene. If it's yeah. a good movie, it will still be. This is another thing. It's like, but not the, all the time. there's another idea. It's like, here's another one. When you watch a movie twice, you're spoiled it for yourself the first time. Every time I watch that's Empire not, Strikes well, Back, it's still the greatest spoiler, goddamn though. movie ever made. But that's not the definition of spoiler. Right. I mean, it's, I, I it's, see. It's, I, I actually think you're watching the movie the first time just to get the plot points, and then the second time you're watching, you're watching it to watch it and and and, and, and all of that. And so I, I, I understand what you're saying there. See, to me, the spo- the thing that was spoiled for you. I would argue that it's when did that happen? If that person said said that in the first week, then they're a, they're a dick. They said it in like a week and a half. Yeah, but I don't but think I, they're a dick though. It's just it's just like one of those things. It's how the world works today. You cannot expect the world to stop moving. Well, so you can. I feel you know, like you should, there's a certain period of time where you where it's it's customary to give people the chance. I always tell people stay off the internet. Right. Well, but, but see that bec- that internet. becomes very difficult. <laughs> I think stay off social media yes. is more appropriate see, to say. Now, I don't know, and I'm not And, and that's I'm t- and mo- mainly during live events. I'm not saying like during series, but I'm not some, you know, Mary Sue who likes to follow the rules or anything, but it's like so like the Game of Thrones, like I don't want anything spoiled that hasn't been aired by HBO, you know what so I mean? So don't be on social media when it's airing. Right, but how If you but, go a day later there's the the percentage of people talking detail about it is like at a single digits versus when it's live on air and people are live tweeting it. No, I mean, the, but to, to say stay off the internet is not is not. I don't very, think that's you reasonable. Know, yeah, it's not reasonable. So I, I I think that there's a period of time that you know, and it differs for an episode or a series. But I feel like you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe two weeks for a thirteen. I, I you know, just, all right, I feel you. On like certain, this is an event. Daredevil coming out was a big deal. Yeah, I feel you on on things People, like that. But like I also say, you you just have to stay off. You know, that's the nature of the world today. And I also, like with the themes like with Star Wars and stuff. Like just to wrap this up real quick, I when I went to see Phantom Menace, I'd read so much about that movie. I knew so 
much. But that's you a terrible example. That's me, the most disappointing movie let me ever made. My sentence, my brother. It didn't matter because it's the most disappointing. Right. If it if it's if it if it's a great movie, all the things that I read about it, I would have been like, oh yes, there's that thing, there's the monster I read about, and look how dope it is. Instead of being like, oh, this movie sucks. So it's like that's what I mean. I don't care that you know that you know that Han Solo has a daughter. Whether if the and and the little clips from the trailer are so like. Yeah, but, it but does, let me ask you this: You went out and looked for the information on the Phantom Menace. No one actually called you up and was like, "Ben, yo, Jake Lloyd is a terrible actor." No, I mean, it's not like that. I'm talking about I knew character. I knew so much before Red, Return of the Jedi came out. I read the novella. Right. Same with Terminator Two. That did not change yeah. anything about how amazing or bad those movies were. But but were. that's what I'm. But but that's to my point that I think it depends on the movie as well because, like you said, some of these trailers are good. They're quick and ambiguous, and mm-hmm. you wouldn't know. Other trailers, a great deal of trailers, literally sold the entire movie. Definitely. And uh, speaking of other trailers that dropped this yes. week, because we've talked so much about the Star Wars one, a great one that I really got to big up is the new Tomorrowland trailer. Did y'all get to see that? I don't think I've seen the second see the one. one. I've, I've seen the, the first. first one. Well, both of them, what I really liked about it is they're showing you, like, basically maybe the what I feel might be the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie. And they're showing you a lot of that, definitely. They're showing you that setup. But once it gets going, they're not showing you much of anything. Mm-hmm. They're not showing you what Tomorrowland actually is. There's real brief clips of things happening. But it looks really good. George Clooney looks like he's really into it. It looks like, I think it might be the movie of the summer that people aren't, well, I mean, a lot of, you know, real hardcore people are expecting this movie, but I don't think the populace knows how good it's going to be. Right. Oh, I'm damn sure it's I mean, I, it. like, I, from a from a, like, pop culture standpoint, I don't know how big it is. Yeah, not that, yet, in, at least. In, in the minds of... The you know the the typical person, but I I know it's just certain people who are either in the sci-fi or just know about the whole Tomorrowland stuff that they really are looking forward to it. Most definitely. Is uh, this based on the Disney area? Basically, it, it starts like from there. Just like how Pirates of the Caribbean was yeah, based on that. Yeah, but it's going ride. all it's going <laughs> as far as for left from there as you can. I see. And in a more disappointing trailer was the new Jurassic World. Eh. I, I, I didn't see it, but movie. I've only heard and read terrible things about it. Man. But my, what do y'all expect? Yeah. I mean, Jurassic Park is, what, 15 years old? More? No, yeah. 20-something. I mean, Jurassic I mean, Park came out in 1993. And once again, <laughs> so I have to always years. come back and, and, and preface what I say. I'm not saying because it's old, it's not going to be good. I'm saying Star, excuse me, Jurassic Park was also kind of a cult type of thing. It yeah. wasn't a good movie. Uh, the I first mean, one's was, a really yeah, good it's movie. A Steven the first Spielberg, one was classic. It was, a, it was yeah. an event it's a Steven Spielberg, movie. and it, it has the shots. Yeah, it has everything. It's considered the last great there. John Williams score. The first yeah. one, I'm, but Jurassic Park as a whole. Oh yeah, it's it's you know it's popcorn junk. I'm one of the few people who actually like the movies more as they go along because there's more dinosaurs in them and less like less attention is paid to the people. Like I'm not paying money to to see people when I see Jurassic yeah, most Park, definitely. and they add more dinosaurs in the second and third <laughs> one. Technically, they're they're not they're, the movies go downhill, but I actually like them more because just there's more dinosaur stuff there, in three than two and two than one. There is something in the trailer that I did like to see that you haven't seen in a Spielberg movie was dinosaurs straight up and down eating people. So you know, well, we're in a different age now where they can just be more direct, like most definitely. Got your ass. Yeah. Also, the Batman versus Superman. We discussed that. Wah, 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 wah. 
Have have now has anyone has anyone watched this retro trailer? Yes, that was so epic. So I didn't watch it. Is that like they did the same trailer and just put images they, they of Adam voice, West? No, they used the voiceover from the new trailer, right? And then they used images from the Christopher Reeves. They they took you know actual movie sequences from Christopher Reeves. They got Batman running down the street holding a bomb over his head, <laughs> and uh, it, I mean it's so classic because it really makes you see how like ridiculous the idea of this super dark batman i mean even though dark knight returns is what it is not the movie but the original comic book storyline right. which they're trying to emulate what's here. wrong with super dark batman i don't understand super dark batman where super dark superman oh superman both oh, of them wow. together just this superman's whole, a boy scout how dark can you really make him just this whole dreariness the fact that when they you know it's all and rainy suppo- and, and superman's supposed to be supposed to be jesus as well so yeah you really you I'm I'm really hoping that he Batman, really you know, he really you is. don't know that Superman's like also a euphemism for for Christian Christian Jesus definitely Jesus. he's written by yeah I mean that that goes without saying yeah. like I mean Kal El you know his name is uh, Jewish for you know L represents God like you know well, I didn't know that but I just just but go ahead. yeah there's definitely a whole Moses thing going on with uh, the yeah people. With put the, him in the, like Moses' in the mother put in the basket, <laughs> the basket and yeah. then send him down the Nile yeah. and, and he's uh, written by two Jewish right uh, you know created by two Jewish um, right. dudes yeah it, you know it's pretty but my thing is I really hope that Batman vs Superman is great because it's just you know you, you you've never you don't think I'm still mad that Ben Affleck is Batman oh come on I am yes oh. really I just I don't I don't believe him I don't believe in Ben Affleck as Batman granted I have to literally see it happen to really pass a, a true judgment at this time in this point in time two years later after we found out I still don't trust him I, I, I got I, I've I had faith in I didn't Affleck. even sound like him in the trailers this no, in the like trailer, the only time he talks is um like when he's voice. in the robo voice. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so it's because he's in a suit. It's that's he's in the suit. Yes. That's when, yeah. Okay, when like, I was like, that's not Yeah, that's ben. the robot voice. Yeah, oh. that's the suit voice. And and Jeremy Irons is playing Alfred, and for some reason, I have a problem with that. So why? I, I don't know why I have an issue. That's I, the I one person you yeah, should yeah, have a problem. Yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, I know. Man. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Wait, can we? You just mentioned Ben Affleck, and I, I just uh, you guys heard the news that. He was on Henry Henry Louis Gates' show, and it was revealed that he had, um, you know, uh, what ancestors who owned slaves. I mean, he's white, right? Exactly. Right. Like, I don't <laughs> understand what. <laughs> so why then, I don't news? understand why he asked them to cut it out, and then B, I don't understand why Henry Louis Gates, because they show Anderson Cooper went on, and he had ancestors who owned slaves. Like, how? Who? What is he supposed? Like, he's not. He doesn't own slaves. Why is that news? Right. Well, it's more why. Why does he? It, it's he, because the same reason. Uh, Benedict. Benedict Cumberbatch's mom told him to change right. his name because they don't want to get sued. And once sued again, by who? Well, we're going back to the and also the there's the also the bigger implication. Ben Affleck ain't paying no Is that you know white people don't want to face up to the fact that they were slave owners? This though you know it's like I don't you know I really wouldn't want either. So I understand you know if somebody's like yo you got you know ancestors they own. Mad slaves. I got no. I got. I mean, I Batman. No, there's man, nothing. To the franchise. There's this nothing people good. four generations there's before no, me did that I feel any responsibility. There's no for. reparations mandate. Why are you afraid? Right. That's. I mean, there's and it's it's not him. It's not his father. It's not his grandfather. You're talking like five, six generations ago. Like what? I, you know. 
I'm yeah. more surprised that nobody in his camp told him that trying to hide it would be a bigger deal than actually just going along with the show. Just yeah. go along with like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Because, I mean, you're a white man in America. The likelihood of your ancestors having it's slaves is high. very high. <laughs> so let it go. Be like, oh, that's interesting. Just, that's sad. Exactly. Move on. Exactly. That's, I, he, I agree treated, 100%. And I agree with you, Ty. If he treated in that manner, it would be, it should be no news, but it really, really been no news. Now, you know how this came out. This came out because it was in the Sony leaks that WikiLeaks just pre- because Henry no, Louis Sony. Gates, Henry Louis Gates contacted Sony and was like, well, what should I do about this? He wants us to take it out. To, and which I think makes Henry Louis but Gates Henry look Louis really Gates wild. Always does stuff about ancestry, and right? Stuff his like whole. That. So yeah. what did you expect when you went on Henry Louis I, Gates? I, show? I I agree with with you guys completely, and that's why I think both of them look like just bozos. Like I said, Sony, the gift that keeps on giving. Man, and speaking of Sony giving gifts, they are dropping five Valiant Universe films. Are do they really? They want to be Marvel so damn bad. So damn bad, boy. Sony is wow. like you will find a franchise, a universe, some way or another. That's right, folks. Sony is dropping five Valiant movie films based on the Valiant Comics universe, which had a really good resurgence recently. But a lot of people also know them from back in the nineties, and they were dope as hell then too. So, I'm actually, you know. Interested. They're dropping two Bloodshot films, which I really am not that hype about the Bloodshot as a character. It's whatever. Uh, two Harbinger films, which, depending on which direction they go, could be very dope. Mm. And could actually beat Marvel to the punch of doing a Runaways-type series. Because Harbinger was kind of like the original Runaways before there was a Runaways. Harbinger? Harbinger. I'm okay. butchering. No, <laughs> I had to think about it for a minute. No. Butcher. But, no. I See, I don't know Valiant like that, so yeah. I don't. I don't even know. But. Well, no, they're definitely dope comics. Like they're very character driven. You know, very well written. I really, I read the um rebirth of the some of their recent issues, and it's been dope. So you think they might have something on their hands? Depending on who they put behind it, yeah, definitely. Are they doing Torok? Because that was the that was my joint. That was I, the, I know Torok. So. <laughs> yeah, because they made a video game, right? That's oh, how you know it. Yeah, a video game, many video games, but that's the only reason why I know Torok. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean that's a Native American dude fighting dinosaurs. Yeah, I, I mean, can get behind no that. Sell. I mean, it's a no brainer. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure that's if they own the rights classic. to him right now because he has, as far as I know, he hasn't been in their resurgence. So I'm not sure if the rights went to somebody else because in the '90s they ended up selling off right a lot of their characters' rights. So. Well, the way things are going, DC's going to have to be start selling off their characters. <laughs> ouch, Call, ouch. Calling Ben Affleck's grandparents. Ouch, ouch. Uh, are, you, are, you, uh, are you guys excited for the live-action Beauty and the Beast movie? <laughs> that actually has apparently like a really dope cast. I mean, I it does, remember, you know? It's so confusing because Beauty and the Beast, well, first of all, I know they're doing this newfangled thing of making every Disney film live-action. You had, you had um, what's your face? Um... Um, they Cinderella. 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 They had, they had Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Then you have Magn- had- Maleficent. I almost call it Magnificent. Maleficent. That's why I couldn't remember her damn name. Right. Well, they made all those Snow White movies. Snow White and the Huntress. Snow White. Yeah. The, the three or two or three Snow White movies. And anyway, with this movie, I wanted to mention it because Obi Wan is going to be playing the candlestick, Lumiere. Wait, Obi Wan meaning Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Who's playing Gaston? He's my Luke, favorite. Luke he, Evans. An ugly guy. He's my favorite uh, Disney like character. Too, but he's expect, especially good at expectorating. I know he says that in one of it, his songs. The, the cast listing also say says Ian McKellen's going to play Cogsworth. That's right. I, I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, I'm okay with I'm that. Okay with that. As I'm saying, it's just it's just so funny. Who's the me. beast? I, Who's Belle? 
Oh, Bella's Emma Watson. Nah, she sucks. She doesn't suck, but I like Emma. Oh, yeah. Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens really? is the beast. Yeah. Who? <laughs> oh, Dan Stevens is a dude from uh, Downton Abbey. The main guy? Yeah, the main. The well, the main dude who no, the main dude who left. The know. dude who married Lady Mary. Come no, on. I don't know. You guys aren't up on down now. No, no. No. Um, no. no. And they're cousins. They're second cousins and they got married. I'm good with not being up on any of these remakes because they announced the Pinocchio one and that was when I was like, I'm good. Yo, they're going to do a live action Pinocchio too? Who's playing Pinocchio? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All we right. got to cast that. Well, one last bit of movie. Are they doing movie. a live Lady in the Tramp? <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> Yo, for real? No, if they had, if they had some dogs, absolutely. Yeah, I, and and they could get it, them to eat spaghetti. It was absolutely. Called, yeah, come on, was, you know you'd like that. I'd be so hyped. Yeah, really. Yeah. Absolutely. Why not? Um, they had 101 Dalmatians live action. That's the closest you're going. That's that was true. Pretty good. The, I, the only good I, I, thing I, about it was Cruella. Yeah, that's I, it. I, I, I've watched it on cable. It's just like it's just like the original movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Speaking of some movie news that I'm really hype about, did y'all see the Star Wars one? I mean, Rogue One uh, trailer. Well, I don't know what you even you can't even call it's it a, a trailer. teaser. Teaser, or something. yeah. So again, and, and, I mean, like, you know, of course I'm gonna see that. Like, and when is that? When is that due? Like two years from now? Yeah, I mean, like, so how many? How much is it? It's to keep your interest, Chico. My interest is kept. It's to but wet see, your pe- appetite. They gotta let people know what it's about. Up until this point, no one really knew. They had a name out there, but no one knew. So this is their them trying to get the plans from the death. This is like leading into a new hope. Yes. But yeah. See, see, this is dope. I want. Of course, I want to see it, but yeah. I don't want to. It, it's but they're know. giving you the idea. They're showing you yeah. there's gonna be a war movie. There won't be Jedi in it. It's gonna be, you know, the, the Gareth Edwards is the director, and he said that's like the thing hanging over the film is that there are no Jedi in the film, and it's really like a heist war movie about stealing these plans for the Death Star. Wow. So they're going in a I, I different direction. I mean, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I mean, but I just, I don't need, you know, like, that's well, all I need. Well, you don't need it, then don't watch it. I get you. But like I said, I'm, I'm still on both sides of this issue. Like, I watched that trailer. It was sick. I mean, it's not, it's not even a trailer. It's I mean, a teaser. If, if it's a it shows te- some people it's a running teaser, through the woods. It's a, wild, it's a ways away. Yeah. And, like, like, it's to whet your appetite. And also, also in, on, on, on the other side of the coin, if you don't see a teaser or a trailer within a reasonable amount of time, you start thinking bad things about the movie. Like, well, they're not going to want to show us anything. Yeah, like so everybody was thinking wrong. about Fantastic Four. Like, the first thing people think of is, as it gets closer to the movie, you haven't seen anything. A lot of people say, well, what's wrong with the movie? I yeah. thought Fantastic Four was to be terrible yeah, because they hadn't shown was, anything. And now, yeah, they've shown one they more trailer. Powers. Yeah, and it, it looks it looks pretty good. I've still like, and I'm finally realizing that the that the blogger Doctor Doom stuff is really not gonna work for me. I was trying to defend this for the longest, but we, you and I both were trying. Yeah, to make I was it trying work. to make it work, <laughs> but I really am realizing lately it's just not gonna. I'm I'm hoping somehow because they show him in the trailer like he looks like the mummy kind of. It doesn't look like I, I don't know, but I just need arrogant, all powerful. Take no shorts, and the, Doctor and Doom. The mask and the like. I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm into. I, I believe that can work for a blogger, though. I, I believe it can. It work, can work, but, but look at, no. But look at people who uh, comment anonymously on stuff like that. All well, the that's time. what I was. They that's what arrogant. I said last year. That's True what I indeed. said last year yeah. about it probably working. But Ben, I mean, is just like the more he sees, I need the, the more ruler. I, 
You know, I need. Uh, well, think about it. Well, no, think about it. it. No, he's but think about it this way. It. He's some anonymous blogger who's saying all this stuff. I guess. Yeah. I guess from what we know or what we don't know, he goes by the alias Doom. Doom. Yep. So he's uh, he's this blogger, anonymous, yeah. arrogant is, online, yep. not in person. Maybe he gets the powers and he feels like right. he is. He can be and arrogant. And this is in a person. reboot, so they're gonna build up to it. So I don't know. Yeah. Possibly so he might be kind of sniveling now, but he may end up being this all powerful, arrogant dude. I'm not sure who's playing Doom. But I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm not even sure. But I'm, you know, I really like dude who's playing um Reed. So that gave me a lot of hope for it right there. And Jamie Bell, who played Billy Bathgate, uh, is will be playing the thing. Yeah, and that was kind of weird because like even in the trailer they're like you're the muscle, and dude is like Webb, you right? Know, super skinny. So it's like uh, he stars in Turn, Washington Spies on AMC right now. If you want to check him out, yeah, probably not. Um. Well, that's about it for movie news. Yeah. Let's take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Oh, hey, this is your friendly neighborhood superhero, Jean Grey, and um, I'm I'm currently on a date with Deadpool, but I just left him downstairs to come up here and just uh say, you know, guys, just just listen to the show. It's Fan Bros. Why would you not do- hold on? Hun- I'm coming, honey. Okay. All right. That's Deadpool. Okay. Bye, guys. Welcome back, fan bros. As always, reintroducing myself, it's your boy, Ben Hameen. And we've got a new segment, or actually it's an old segment brought back in a new form. Kind of like Iceman. And um, (laughs) I'm going to let Ty the Robot introduce this new segment right here. Hi, guys. So a couple of months ago, the fan bros used to take questions on air. And uh, we're going to bring that back, and we're going to start with some geeky questions. And our first question comes from... At Boxing with God on Twitter. What up? I know that. Oh, all right. Name. All right, Fanbros, do you think the Marvel Cinematic Universe should retire kill char- retire or kill characters when actors are ready to move on or just recast? Well, that's a really good question. I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. That that's a great question. I agree with what Ben just said that it depends on the situation. But that I I mean are we. Are, are we going to sit into? Because I actually, I mean, well, I think that's Wolverine a very interesting a, question. A, Wolverine is a prime example. Home right. Boy's not going to play him after what one more time, or maybe he's right. done now. You're going to have to recast Wolverine. Yeah. No damn way. I think it depends. I think it depends on on the popularity of the character itself. I think it depends on the universe. Well, the section of the universe you're talking about, and it also depends on whether it works with future movies. Right. I mean, you know, they've already, you know, we're coming up on our third Spider-Man in, in five, 10, 15 years. But that's re- well, then, well, but that's different. It's not like a continuous right. stuff. It was literally three different uh, Spider-Man or two different. Well, it's about to be three. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, for me personally, I would rather see them kill them and not recast them. I would rather see Wolverine killed. But you can't kill Spider-Man, so how do you explain? Well, like yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I definitely don't want to see someone playing Tony Stark. I, see, I have no problem with them, Jim Rhodes, playing Iron Man. Not with Don Cheadle doing it but yeah, um not, not i just yeah i don't i yeah so i i, I don't know i say kill you know. guys and kill instead of recast all right we go with recast what's next ty all right our next <laughs> our next question comes from skate mom 68 on instagram what uh, are you sick of people who do not read comics whining about storylines on social media case in point iceman and what happened today uh I'm sick of people whining about comics in general. I don't care if you read them or not. I just think it's so ridiculous because their comics' very nature has changed, and I think that people forget that and they want always wanted to stay the same as when they first read it. And I think that's so corny and silly. And 
I just think if you don't like, it's like the weather. If you don't like it, wait a few months, it'll change. You know, like if you don't like the cold or Iceman being gay, you know, in six months, somebody <laughs> else is going to rewrite that and he won't be. It's, you well, know, it's well comics. Well put, Ben. I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, comics. Wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, yes, I, I, I probably agree with what they just said. <laughs> All righty. Next up. All right. Our next question comes from Gibby. Uh, it's Yeah, Gibby. Hey, DJ Benjamin, I know you're a gigantic Star Wars fan. Have you checked out any of the animated Star Wars projects, and what are your thoughts on them? Uh, I like the first animated Clone Wars um, when they were released, the first two DVDs when they were still uh, hand-drawn animation. I thought that was one of the gr- that, that was probably the greatest thing to come out of Star Wars in the last 10 years. Uh, beyond that, no. I liked, uh, I've seen a couple episodes of Rebels, and I like it, but I'm just not a fan of that style of animation, so... It takes me a lot to what get into. What do you mean? You don't like the CG? Yeah, I don't animation? like CG animation unless it's really done well. I, I'm I'm a fan of traditional animation, so it's like most CG animation. I like the Rebels, but it that CG animation still bugs me out. So I I mean this was asked to to Ben, but I've watched every episode of Clone Wars and Rebels. I I actually really like Rebels. I think the most surprising thing about the entire year 2014 is how little people talked about Rebels. And uh, I thought the end was was like the end of the first season was fantastic. I thought Clone Wars was very hit or miss, but there were some really great episodes and some really bad. The 2D one or the CGI one? Oh, no. I, I'm talking about the CGI one. Because yeah, the that, 2D that, one yeah. was incredible. It was, was so funny. It was like a little like, incremental. Like, yeah, that's right. when, when Obi, uh, not Obi-Wan, when Mace Window t- takes on like an army of droids and handles them all. It was like, it was, that was like. Man, I was rewatching that episode recently, and it's but so well the done. W- the way that they were able to expand the universe in, in Clone Wars and now in Rebels, my my only complaint about Rebels is that the music is too low in the mix. They use the the John Williams uh, stuff, but I, I think Rebels is like is fantastic. Victor Hunter on Twitter is at, uh, oof, no. Victor Hunter on Facebook is asking, do you think if Martin Luther King Jr. was around in this generation, do you believe he would have the same effect on people he had in the civil Why? rights era? Why are you I can't me, keep man? it all like geeky. What is this? This is Boondocks. We're the no. most of the thinking. urban geek. Yeah, no. I was just thinking that that no. reminds me of the Boondocks episode. Do you think he's? You don't think he would have such? No, I don't think anyone. I think that's the problem of today's generation is there's mm. too much information and there's too many streams. So it's very tough. But they didn't say the question. Like I said, you can read this a lot of different ways. The question didn't say MLK is going to use the same exact methods, the same exact tools, whatever. Yeah, he'd be tweeting. He's just right. It's the same guy with the same with the same overall message, but doing it in a different manner. He'd be tweeting, like you Hashtag said. Hashtag we can overcome. But the problem with that is, do you think he'd get lost in the mass of people doing the same thing? Uh, I I, also I don't think, think Obama people, did. So I think maybe some not. people He's are the president, I, though. I think some people are iconic beyond themselves. Yeah. And the the fact that MLK was a message beyond his own physical self, I don't think that message would get lost in the chaos and stuff. Would he be just as effective? I think so. I think so. I really do. I think I think if it was MLK for, for this century, meaning using all the same all the all the real tools like like um social media um, doing activism, like doing it today style, I think it would work. If it was the old style, I don't know. That's what my view. I mean, I don't know because uh, I mean the the worlds are so different. Like, uh, so is it yeah, really? No, but it. I mean, in the <laughs> sense that, like, you know, 
I feel like most workplaces now are fairly integrated in a way that they weren't at the time. So I feel like at the time there were, you know, he'd be doing different, but he'd be doing different issues that wouldn't be, uh, uh, you know, desegregation. I mean, that's not the issue of the right. And 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 what and I keep like all this stuff, like especially because we watch. Selma and other stuff, you know, they if you really go into the detail behind it, his next step was going now to economics and other stuff. Right. So this stuff that, you know, whether whether you're a person who's like about like, I'm not I don't see color anymore. OK, fine. But he was about to go to a whole different realm that everyone could jump on. So right. I still think he would be affected. Right. When he was assassinated, he was going to lead the gar- garbage right. striking workers. Right. I mean, in, it was about to. He yeah. was about to be Which lit. is probably why so, he got assassinated, right, right, right. even more so than right. the color issue. Because money talks and BS runs the marathon in America. All right. And one last question from Awesome Nobody on Instagram. Do you agree with them canceling the Spider-Man movies, uh, the Sony movies, and going ahead without Andrew Garfield and possibly changing Peter Parker to Miles Morales? Now, we already know that it's going to be Peter Parker. Yeah. And also, before you guys answer this question, um, a part of the Sony leaks was Kevin Feige's notes on Spider-Man 2, Amazing yes. Spider-Man 2. And he tore that film to shreds. Yeah, I, I don't care that they they ex Andrew Garfield. I don't care that I was they eighty six. Kevin Feige hated Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. I, I don't. I actually had no personal problem with Andrew Garfield. I, in fact, I thought he was cooler than Tobey Maguire. Like Tobey was super super nerd geeky. Uh, uh Peter Parker, and then Spider Man. Like sometimes he was like more, I guess, super about a superhero ish. Whereas. Andrew Garfield to me had more of a balance between being a geek and being a superhero. To me, to me, Tobey Maguire was like just straight up nerd. Now, do I care that he got cut? Eh, who cares? Yeah, I could care less. I could also care less that they're rebooting it again because I'm just happier that it's back on Marvel. I, I, I'm irritated that it's yet another reboot. But do I do I feel some type of way? No. Nah. So I, I liked I, I I echo basically what Tatiana said. I liked Andrew Garfield more as Spider Man than Tobey Maguire. And I still think I think all of the movies were flawed in some way or yeah. another. And I, I'm not married to either of those. You know, like the the recasting is fine, and I probably would have preferred to see them go with Miles Morales than uh, you know than Peter Parker. In in yeah. if they're gonna reboot it again, yeah, might as well do might something. As well do Absolutely, make it better. Yeah. The, like you said, it was a very flawed series, so I don't mind. But this is unrelated. But I am married to RDJ as Iron Man. Slash. <laughs> Tony, so if he, you know, when he leaves, I'm... Yeah, it's going to be tight. I mean, that's definitely yeah. going to be super tight. Mm-hmm. I halfway agree with you guys about Andrew Garfield. I loved him as Spider-Man, but as Peter Parker, he was such a whiny little thing. I, he's so emotional. Yeah. You think he was more emotional than Toby? Toby was emo as hell. You think so? Well, yeah. yeah. In the last one. In the I mean, especially yeah. the last one. In the but last one, just... yeah, but the last one was kind of No, like but even, even in, from the beginning to me, uh, Toby was more emo. Mm. All right. Uh-huh. I also thought Andrew Garfield looked like Spider-Man the way Steve Ditko drew him in the first, you know, 50 issues or so. Um, it just was, he just, he caught, he looked like the dude in the comic. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine someone else playing Wolverine, like the stuff we were talking about earlier, but I can't imagine anyone else playing Spider-Man besides those dudes. <laughs> so, you know, or Tony Stark for that matter either. I can't I, imagine anyone RDJ else playing him. is Tony Incarnate. If you have something a little more long-winded, you can you can reach us at contact at fanbros.com. There you go. And like I said before, you know, it can be any type of question. We're not just looking for geek questions. They can be anything that you have on your mind. Hit us up. And now it's time for my favorite segment of the week, Comics I Copped. And starting this segment off, I've got a question for our listeners. Is anyone reading Convergence? No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> 
Hell no. I just want to know because I picked up the Zero issue. I found it to be whatever. Certain people on the internet found it to be cool. So I want to know from our fans out there, is anyone reading it? Because I'm so hyped for Secret Wars that I could really care less. So I just want to know, is anyone reading it out there? Ty says... I'm lying. I read Zero, One, and Two. Okay. Because uh, Three comes out tomorrow. But All I read right. Zero, One, and Two. And, and it really reads like the first Secret Wars. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, it is. The I first l- Secret Wars is pretty bad. Wait, when they all first are on Battle, Battle Planet? Planet? That's yeah. cool. No, that was awesome. Well, it's, yeah. No, but it's literally the same thing. They get brought to this Battle Planet, and it's but it's it's the, it's literally a copy of Secret Wars. Damn. Well, I already feel like that. You know, Convergence is copying the new Secret Wars too. So it's like. And what sucks worse is that in the most I, I'm a, I don't care about spoilers, but um in the f- most recent issue, Bruce Wayne meets Thomas Wayne, and they're both Batman in their respective universes. Yeah. And you would think of something like that has such like gravitas and magnitude to it. It's it's like a one page thing, and it's like glossed <laughs> over. That is such and a the huge art, deal. And the art is awful. And I'm like, it's beautiful to look at, but it doesn't like it's. There's no characterization. There's no body language. It doesn't make no, you like, feel these moments. I don't feel anything. It's like literally a shot of them just like staring at each other, like. That is such We're a huge Batman. deal to, to, to gloss over like that. And it's that's interesting because I always wonder how these things happen because it's like Marvel and DC every few years they do the same like type of event. Like when Marvel had the vampires all come back, DC had something where uh, that was the same year they had Blackest Night. But Blackest Night was not, wasn't bad. No, Blackest Night was pretty dope. I didn't read that vampires mess that went on with Marvel, but yeah. Um, so we'll see. You know, I just want to know is anyone out there reading Convergence? For the books that I was copying this week, though, I got to give some quick shout outs. Archie versus Predator. I've never got to read the Archie uh, Afterlife with Archie series where they did the um, Archie and Walking Dead. And everyone raves about that and how ill it was. Archie versus Predator, the issue one is out right now. It is one of the it's just so unexpected and it's so hilarious because so far they're just going all in with it. Like the predator is in there straight murdering off. He's in River- Sunnydale, Riverdale, no, whatever well, it's called. No, well, it starts off they go on a, a summer vacation and that's where the predator is. He murders. <laughs> he quickly murders off two characters who are like uh, some rich kids. I'm not sure how much they are in the Archie universe. That's like the Jason movies. And then he uh, stows away with them back to Riverdale. So now in the latest issue, in the second issue. He'll be in Riverdale, and it looks like he's going to continue murdering off characters. It's what is he, Jason? Now, like, yeah, I don't know. Up. Yeah, <laughs> but it's awesome. We're at a summer camp, and there's a killer out right. there. Right, <laughs> I, I, I'm loving it. And um, and another book came out last week that Tatiana, I think you will love this joint. Once again, image kicking ass is the legacy of Luther Strode, and Luther mm. Strode is this character. He's been through. I want to say this is his third miniseries now. I'm not sure the author. I read the first miniseries. It didn't really blow me away, but this guy, Trad Moore, is doing the art, and this dude is on some other-level mess. It's like anime, ultra-violent, some of the best action sequences you'll ever see. Like, just incredible. Like, I read uh, The Legacy. like, set in the future? No, The Legacy of Luther Strode is about this dude. It's current times, and he... um, it's been like three Luther Strode. Like the first one was like the something of Lucas Luther Strode, mm, and the second, mm. you know, and it's the legacy. But he's some kid who like uh, gets his mind body link, you know, by reading like this secret in a magazine, like kind of like, yeah. and becomes this super strong, you know, super fast killer. And it gets really violent. Like, I mean, bloody as hell. Every issue is so crazy violent. But 
I missed the second miniseries, so I'm not sure what happened in there. Okay. But in this one, at the very beginning, Luther's locked up. People, you know, it's you had to read it. I the storyline. The storyline shaky. I'm not even saying shaky because I don't know what's going on in it. But just the <laughs> art is so good. So you're not sure so what's happening. You, so you're recommending but because you're recommending the art. The art, the art, the art is, is good. so okay. good that it just made up for anything else. Like at one point, um, a 16 wheeler goes off the side of a ridge off a cliff. And Luther jumps in to grab the driver, throw the driver back up, and then runs up the side of the 16-wheeler as it's falling down it the cliff. It sounds like Fast and Furious yeah. 7. Yes, it's like that. It's some super <laughs> out of the control. Matrix when uh, Morpheus jumps on that truck. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's ill as hell. Definitely a dope series and definitely just incredible art. So Legacy of Luther Strode, check it out. Awesome. And, and that's it for my comics I cop this week. I'm about it. I'm about that. I'll, I'll take a I'll take a look. You said it's shaky, so I don't know. no, I won't say it's shaky. Like I said, I I'm actually gonna go back and get the second trade because I just want to know. I have no idea what's going on at this point. Mm. I just picked it up because I remembered the first one and I was like, let me see how it's looking. And the art has improved, so it's and like I say, the anime manga type influence and just the level of detail and the way the action is just moving in it. Like you were talking about how in Convergence there's no movement, there's no like. This is like drama. The they're just—it's like—it's like what—it's like—it's like, almost like Greg Land. Oh how God! He just draws from poses. But oh they don't God! Really mean anything. Yeah, this is like the exact opposite. Everything's kinetic. Everything's moving. The, you know, it's—I'm telling you—I'm gonna go back home tonight and reread that first issue just for that. Like, it's crazy. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Into it. Bid props to that. All right, and now it's time for my favorite segment. Tech Talk with Tatiana. And this week in tech news, um, a lot of people up in arms. Uh, over at in Twitter uh, the last couple of days. Pitchforks on the timeline. I saw it all. But I think you guys are, t- are just taking it a little too far. You need to read between the lines, read the details. Um, Twitter announced that they are now allowing people to direct message anybody, whether you follow them or not. Now, <laughs> Get let, ready for them nudes. Let's let's <laughs> creep life. It's the only life I know. One very important detail you have to understand about this is this is an opt-in, meaning you this is a feature you have to turn on. Meaning you have to go on your settings on Twitter and say, I want to receive DMs from anybody. Who's gonna do that? Anthony Mackie, what up? <laughs> no, say, well, actually, so I'll explain why it's good and why it's bad. But so so first of all, calm down. It's not just on. You have to turn it on. It's off by default. So you're not going to get nudes and mixtapes and all other bullshit into your direct messages. So that's for the good kind of bad stuff. It's actually more so for brands because if you notice, you'll see things like the help brands and, and the customer service uh, accounts that lots of times they ask for a certain personal information that you don't want to tweet on the public timeline. So they ask you, okay, DM us. Oh, yeah, that's time, a great thing. But you have to follow them, and they have to follow you, yeah. and you can talk. So in that way, that that clears that up, and that that's helpful. So the next time I go to Chipotle and they're not wearing gloves and they make my food, I can tweet them? Well, you could tweet them publicly regardless. Okay. But, yeah, let that be but, known. But when, right. it, when it's something like, for instance, you have you have Verizon files, and there's something wrong with your files, and you if you tweet, if you randomly tweet out you have a problem with your files, somebody on the files help team tweets you back like, what's the problem? If you keep going into the conversation, they need more details from you. They typically take you into a direct message. So this this new feature now will let them do that. It, it just facilitates the conversation a little better. So, but Thank you for clearing that yeah. up, Tatiana. So I just wanted to clear it up because people was really upset 
like, oh, we're going to quit Twitter, this, that, and the Well, fourth. I'm saying Man Crush Monday and Woman Crush Wednesday is about to blow up for this new right? DM setting. Oh, well. <laughs> Summertime on fire, boy. You was about to say fleek. <laughs> I know, but it doesn't, really, it doesn't really work in that situation. <laughs> Summertime on fleek, nah, it doesn't really, yeah, uh-uh, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Twitter's actually on a roll with their new features. They actually announced a new uh, feature. Well, I don't know. It's, it's basically a new setting that they're going to crack down on abusive users. Um, there's lots of people on a, on Twitter who, on a daily basis, they're harassed by bots, by the same group of people. What by, up, Tyrese? Yeah, by the people who make new accounts just to troll other people. So um, for the first time ever, Twitter is actually now going to filter tweets. So what that means is if they see, for instance, like a brand new account, sending a lot of abusive messages like it's going to trigger their system to stop the messages from going to you so the people can tweet all day but you won't you'll never you see won't it get them. yeah oh Thank you God. guys are rude you guys that. are rude about tyrese <laughs> i wasn't gonna I'm laugh i was not gonna laugh tyrese gets to harass a lot yeah, that's all i'm saying i wasn't He's... laughing about tyrese i was laughing about our friend who tweets us all the time well. uh-oh I don't know who that is. Well, like I said, it's <laughs> threatening abuse. So, and also they they're tightening up their rules against how they how like if they find out that you're being abusive, like typically they'll like ban your account or something like that. They can also now they'll suspend you if it's a lesser offense and things like that. So they're trying, uh, supposedly tr- Twitter is trying to help out those who are being harassed on the network. See, Tyrese will really appreciate that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Is, is Tyrese being uh, – because all the stuff I've seen Honestly, is people making fun I, of his, like, malapropisms and using the wrong wrong words. Yeah, he and gets wrong, harassed on Twitter. That's I, not harassed. I, I think I he mean, harasses everyone else yeah. for his, uh, his anecdotes. Ex- yeah, exactly. See, I, think, yeah. I didn't throw that type of shade at the man. Wow. I was just telling the truth. Though. Oh, ow. I, 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 I don't know. Uh, anything else for Ted News, Tatiana? Um, you didn't talk about the Star Wars game. Why? Why do I got to bring up all the Star because Wars? Because you're the Star Wars fiend. Star Wars Battlefront. Battle oh my yeah, god! Oh right. my god! That might, Again? Yeah. yeah. That might. I mean, that literally. You know, the might PS4 exactly. Yeah. yeah, or the PS4. Like, Ooh, child. Yeah. That. I mean, the trailer for that was pretty incredible oh. too. You know what? It crazy is Chico. I haven't even watched the trailer. But that's the trailer. And I'm still <laughs> it's pretty. Isn't it's that pretty the trailer amazing. where it's not really gameplay per se. It's just scenes. Oh, is oh it? I assumed that with those scenes. I mean, were they. Gameplay. Say, I think they say in white, small white letters that this is actual <laughs> footage. <laughs> footage yeah. But I don't know if it's like a cutscene or is it really how it looks. But it looks crazy. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you're on Endor fi- fighting. You know, uh, the biker. Lance, but, uh, yeah, bike yeah, biker guy dudes. Yeah, yeah. You and, oh, and you're on and you're on Hoth. Are there lightsaber battles? I'm, I, I can't. I'm, there probably are lights. I can't imagine. That I mean, the old Battlefront was a dope game. Yeah, so, but I mean, it's so hype right now. It look. I mean, it I just want to re- say this, you know, real quick. You know, because we've had guests come on the show and say how you know Star Wars doesn't really have a lot to compare to Star Trek anymore. You know, and it's like Who said that. Uh, people have said like the. You know, it's like when you're like, okay, you know, Star Trek has had a lot of films. You know that are you know so, so you can Star outweigh. Wars. You know, but then Star Wars has had a lot of terrible films. So right now, I'm real hype. Because yes, we got. Some, but 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 that's not the we first got some time. Get back. But that's not the first time Star Wars has had a good good uh, game. It's been I know, but it's been a long time since we had films, games, 
movie. You mean the juggernauts yeah, really been yeah, I mean, rolling? To be okay. honest, from what I, I've seen, and I actually watched like 15 minutes of gameplay of the new Batman, like a Batman Arkham, whatever. Yeah. I would, I'm definitely would rather play start the new Star Wars game than the new Batman oh, game. Oh no, no, that, the, the, the Arkham games. The Arkham no, I, I played really the first good. one for the PS3, and oh, I, just, I really liked it. I'm you're just, just saying bored that, with it now. No, I just the, the Star Wars one looks really. I mean, looks really amazing, but also because it uses like you know you hear the sound. Yes. Like the music and yes. the there's nothing like that sound of the the lasers in Star yes. Wars the you know like that that's you know someone hitting tensile wires with God a hammer. That is good. Yeah, yo, that's I mean that's that's what it's all about. <laughs> they really you're in the Star Wars universe. All right. Yeah. Whew. All right. So that's it for Ted News. Oh, you should you should watch that trailer. Oh, man. I will tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Word up. You'll oh, hear my I... reactions on Twitter, folks. Yeah. You should film yourself watching this trailer. <laughs> More tears. Yeah, I mean, just you know. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for Ted News, Tatiana. Uh, yeah. All right. That's it. <laughs> Chico, it's time for your segment. Right. So, um, this your week segment. my segment is Chico's pick of the week. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> that used to be Chico's. Pick <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um. <laughs> The, uh, I would like to. I would definitely, without reservation, like to recommend the movie Noah. That is uh, that not, is playing. Not that, not okay. I'm not sorry. not wait. Not the Moses movie. Okay. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No, this is Noah. <laughs> now you might not. Yeah, now people. I definitely think everyone should watch it. You might not like the movie because they, they. It's it's. I really enjoyed it. Part of why I enjoyed it, like they made Noah really unlikable, and the whole movie has a serious Old Testament vibe. Like you mess up, you die. Like oh. you know, like it's definitely very hardcore. I hear there's like stone giants. In there's it. stone giants in it. It's like an apocalyptic biblical movie, but it's you like the, about the Russell Crowe. I'm talking about Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow, that's what I was saying. No, no, no. Oh, uh, Emma Watson is uh, no. Emma yeah. Watson. Is yeah. Yeah, she's in it. Yep. Yeah. Is it Noah? I'll let you finish, Chico, because this yeah. is your segment. I'm going to let you I got, finish. I got, but, uh, I got some words. I got some words. So I, I really liked it a lot up until the last five minutes, and I feel like the movie sold out in the last five minutes. But it was unlike anything that I felt like I had Emma seen. Emma Watson? Um, yeah, yo, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, Noah, let you know, hit us back, let us know. Wait, um, Emma Watson of um that Project A movie fame. Emma Watson, Emma of Hermione, Watson is Hermione Granger. Hermione from from You're from Emma, uh, Harry Stone. Potter, not Emma. I'm Stone. thinking of Emma Stone. A Hermione from Harry, Harry Potter. Same difference. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you trying to say all white women look alike? No, I'm just trying to say that neither of them should be in this film. Ooh. Yeah. No, Noah had Nor no, Noah had Crow. Noah had three sons, and he had his wife, and each of the three <sighs> sons had wives, and then they get on the ark with all the animals. All right. So there's some stuff that doesn't work like necessarily, Chica. but I give it an A for effort, Chica. and uh, I, I thought there was a lot of dope stuff Chica. in it. All right. So I guess Tatiana's got her Chica. rebuttal. So wait, did you see it? Yes. I've seen okay. That. Uh oh. First of all, <laughs> you have a very um. It's interesting view of of movies. I have to say, <laughs> movies in general, or just this one, just the more esoteric ones, because this this fits in that category. Right. First of all, first of all, yes, there are like like stone giants and whatnot. I 
they look more like they was coming out of Interstellar than they are from from <laughs> Noah. Okay, that okay. I get what you're saying. They basically made Noah this badass guy. All right, which is kind of funny to me because he's supposed to be Noah, not you know Russell Crowe in space. Basically, so he's not in space. The, the way they the way they wrote him, you would have thought he was a damn starship captain. Okay. This guy was, like, so tough and rough about everything. Yeah, no, I thought it was dope. That's how they were in the in the, in the in the Old Testament. First of all, this movie is more sci-fi than anything else. Then people will argue, oh, the Bible's also sci-fi. Okay, that's... It that's is. Really that's, is. That's it most certainly is. That's fine. But, but, but the... It's all aliens. The direction of this movie was really, like, sci-fi. I gotta see this joint. So, if, I, I think it's... If you if you want to see some a crazy adaptation of it, Totally go see it. You'll you'll love it. Between you two's, you know, definite, you know, right, the opposite the conflicting. I mean, it's basically the complete. I'm gonna have to watch. It this. really is the complete opposite of any biblical movie, right? That exactly. You've ever seen. And so that I, I give I give it props for that. But it and doesn't the tone. make. Like when you a, look at the tone of the Old Testament, the Bible, like. God is telling Abraham, you'll bring your son up there and then stab him. Right. And yeah. then he sends his angel down to be like, psych! Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty serious <laughs> no, stuff. No, the Old Testament is like so much. Right, it's like, brutal. It is, I mean, it's God pretty, giveth yeah. no no, no, yeah, exactly. In, in the Old Testament, boy. And so that's no. why I'm saying it had this vibe that the was. The vibe, I get yeah. the, the writing is terrible. I don't know. I, I really liked it. Some of the characters are, are unlikable, and I feel like it's sold out. It also has a very apocalyptic... Noah's character has, like, a, a way more apocalyptic view than I do. <laughs> I mean, I'm he's serious. just, like, upset. I yeah. mean, it's worse than, like, you know how Batman's, like, perpetually But that's grum- Noah grumpy. in the Bible. Noah in the Bible is complaining. Yeah, that, I think the Batman comparison is dope. Yeah. He is kind of like he's, a grumpy he's Batman. He's, like, a really, like, like yeah. a super yeah. Batman. Hold on. All right. Thank y'all, because I'm watching this joint tonight. Yeah, this sounds epic. All right, let, yeah, and everyone and, out there, let, let us know. I mean, because you made it sound like way more whimsical than really. Like it's just freaking nuts. Yeah, it right. really is a nuts movie. So I gotta see this. All right, so that's it for the pick of the week. All right, well that's it for Chico's pick of the week, and we're gonna take a real quick break right here, and we'll be right back to wrap up this episode of Fan Bro Show. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Kaz, editor-in-chief of TheStash.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RealLifeKaz. And when I'm not throwing any slander on these internet streets, I'm listening to The Fan Bro Show. And welcome back, Fan Bros. We're about to get out of here. But before we do, we got some quick news to let you know about that we might have missed during this episode. John Stewart's confirmed as the Green Lantern. All right. DC finally making a step in the right direction, I have to say. Black Power. Isn't this their second film with a black man? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they haven't said, they, okay, they said for an upcoming GL movie, or is he just going to be in the Justice League movie? It's for the movie, the Green Lantern movie. Oh, there, so there's no, a Green Lantern. this is the movie. There's a Green Lantern movie announced. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And yeah. when you say this is the second, are you forgetting about Shaquille O'Neal's turn as Steel? Listen, wow. that didn't exist. <laughs> that does not exist. No. <laughs> what I'm talking about is that um, the Cyborg movie. Right. Yeah, definitely the Cyborg movie. Yes. Um, Vic yeah. Stone. Vic Stone himself, yeah. Not Shaquille O'Neal. Not Shaquille O'Neal. John okay. Henry Irons but gets you no know love what? on the Fanbro show. But, yo, if, if Shaquille makes a cameo in the Cyborg movie, I wouldn't be mad. As, I mean, just, you know, just, just to do it. Why not? In some other casting news that I'm more excited about, even 
uh, Jesse Custer from the Preacher TV series on AMC has been cast, and it's Howard Stark from Agent uh, Carter. Dominic Cooper is Dominic that the, Cooper is, is that, his name. Yeah, yeah, he's dope. He also played uh, Ian Fleming on a previous uh, pick of the week, uh, the man who would be James Bond. You can nice, check that out on nice. Netflix. Dope, dope. He's oh. great. Uh, he was great as uh, as Howard Stark. And, Fantastic. And uh, I think it's a great casting for Preacher. I'm I'm really psyched. Yeah, uh, Jesse Custer and uh, Howard Stark are such different characters that I'm waiting to see. But if you say he's a great actor, I'm sure he can. I think he's it. really good. I think he looks good. It looks like the the definitely comic. looks like. And yeah. although that's not that important, you know. Yeah. But but uh, I I think it's a good I think it's a, a good a good move. Most definitely. And also, John Ridley, the writer of Twelve Years a Slave, one of my favorite films is working on a secret Marvel project <laughs> for ABC. I almost missed the shade. You're funny. <laughs> well, uh, he, he also wrote Three Kings. You like that one with uh, yeah, George Clooney and Ice Cube? I like anything with Ice Cube in it. Right. Um, a secret, what? Hey, man. Look, it, it can be bad or good. It's still going to have can Ice Cube up bad. there. I mean, always is no, bad. <laughs> he's in some good movies. Anaconda, I think, is is total is, is worth leaving. is worth defending. I, 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 the first one, no, Again. it's not. The it only, is the what a great worth, cast. The name, okay, okay. Since so y'all feel that name, name one good Ice Cube movie. Friday. Well, three Three Kings and Anaconda. I stick with Friday. Three Kings, Twenty One Jump Street, Barbershop. Barbershop. <laughs> Are we there yet? I'm no. I'm done with you guys. Yeah, not really. I, I didn't agree with it, but there was that, that film critic, Armand White, thought that Torque, the motorcycle gang movie with Ice Cube, was the best movie of that year. Armand White is such an idiot. He's, just, a, he's a lunatic. I just watched that. Torque was such a uh, Fast I, and Furious and It was. It was. And it's terrible. I just right. watched it again recently. It's terrible. Anyway, John Ridley, writer of my favorite movie, 12 Years a Slave, is working on a secret Marvel project for ABC, which is rumored to be a Miss Marvel series. Tie reservations. Oh, well, I mean, the only reservation I have is that I wish with his... Hi- <coughs> Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. Um, with his history, I wish he was writing, like, something in, happening in Wakanda or with Misty Knight or, like, uh, Monica Rambeau. True, but, you know, he can, you know, slide up. But I feel you, maybe they should... I, I mean, hopefully they get the writer of Miss Marvel honestly, involved in it. Well, yeah, I wish they actually had G. Willow Wilson writing a Miss Marvel TV show. <laughs> that would be dope, because that be book money. is incredible. Yes. Everybody should be reading that book. Word up. But, yeah, um, and I, I even think it'd be better as an animated series. I think her- A Miss Marvel show? Yeah. Yeah, that would be great for kids. Yeah, it'd be, oh man, that'd be such great. Although they, all, like, I, I love Marvel, but all their animated shows right now are kind of terrible. No, not all. Which one are you talking about? Um, I'm not talking about anything Ur- recent. Yeah, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Earth's Mightiest Heroes was good. It's yeah. not on anymore. I know, no, that's why I said not. nothing All of their recent. current shows not are too pretty good. bad. Yep. And I'm an animation person. I don't watch any of the current stuff. Me? No. I Listen, I write cartoon. I write about cartoons on our website every you week. Do. And I will never write about a Marvel cartoon. Until Not, they turn it until up. Until they turn it turn up, exactly. Like, yeah. they, they don't act like they didn't do good in the past. Yeah, they have. Well, yeah, they have. But what have they done lately? Damn. Cold Damn. world. I, I just want to say real quick in response, I, I totally understand and agree with what you're saying about about John Ridley, but that, that becomes a trap. Christopher Priest, who wrote what is considered definitive Black Panther series, he actually left comics because he was only asked to write black characters, yeah, yeah. Steel and, you know, whatever. And so, you yeah. know, he did write Steel for a while and Black Panther. So so basically, um, you know, it, it's you're, there is a damned if you do, damned if you don't. And G. Willow Wilson is actually a Middle Eastern American woman writing a Middle Eastern American woman character. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure. 
I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I actually I knew she was Muslim. I made an assumption there. Sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, not all Muslims are Middle Eastern. But she's of the Muslim faith. Right. No. And and Indonesia is not in the Middle East, and that's the most populous Muslim country. All righty. Wait. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, before we get out of here, make sure you check out fanbros.com. The shop is live. The articles are always dope. You can check out our interview with the Beth over there if you haven't seen it before. Also, we'll be dropping our panel discussion. Comics and law enforcement from Gotham to Ferguson. Thank you again to Nikki Phillips, Stacey Strobel, and Melanie Kantaya. Sorry, I messed up your last name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, Captain Kirkisha has a really great article on fanbros.com about the Oculus Rift and a developer in Philadelphia who's doing yes. some really cool stuff. Yeah, so check that out. Very good article, actually. Most definitely. And I've gotten to mess with the Oculus before, and so it is I. so crazy. It's trippy. Yeah. Trippy, man. Trippy. Man. <laughs> trippy. And in Planet of the Apes news, as of Monday of this week, two chimpanzees have been given rights that before before this week were only uh, had by humans, and two chimpanzees that are now, uh, they're now referred officially as prisoners who are being kept, their research uh, chimpanzees, but they have na- they're now officially by law being called prisoners and actually have to have human rights, and there's a whole like writ of habeas corpus and stuff like that involved, but th- this could be the beginning of the, of the uprising. Hail Caesar. Fan-